Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. On gun violence in D.C.? I'm asking for a ceasefire. I'm Nick Ainelli. Did school leaders in the Newport News school shooting involving a six-year-old know a gun was on campus beforehand? The call to fix a road in Fairfax County where two high school girls were killed in an accident is growing louder. This is Kyle Cooper. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Mayor Rubin in New York. California is racing for more rain this weekend. KCBS-TV's Candace Crone talked to homeowners in Studio City. Jimmy Duvall is gearing up for heavy rainfall this weekend by clearing the driveway of his Studio City home of debris left behind by last week's powerful storm. We didn't get hit uh, too bad, but uh, cleaning debris, some mud got in the yard, and uh, yeah, hoping this weekend isn't as bad as the last one. Relentless rain a week ago saturated the hills, causing mudslides which damage cars and people's properties. I think our biggest fear around here is this oncoming storm, is that we still have a lot of loose soil. There could be more mudslides. You know, there could be more blockages, more floods. Twisters killed at least nine people in the south. WIAT's David Lamb says there's damage everywhere you look in Selma, Alabama. Congresswoman Terry Sewell calls Selma home but has never seen this historic city and the shape it finds itself now. We're Selma strong, and given that, we're going to continue to fight and make sure that we, um, we, we build back better. And for Mayor James Perkins, the city has seen and endured so much, but it will rise to the occasion once again. Yeah, we're resilient. We're, we're resilient people. We're going to survive this. CBS News has learned that among the classified documents recovered from President Biden was one marked top secret. CBS's Weijia Chen. Attorney General Merrick Garland had no choice here but to appoint a special counsel to investigate the documents. It's hard to tell whether he would have done that if the Mar-a-Lago documents episode hadn't played out. Um, but because it did and because he treated that case one way, it would be, as Republicans say, they claim it would be extremely hypocritical if he didn't do that. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports one Democrat upset about the document said they're trying to put lipstick on a pig. The problem is this week they got handed 50 pigs and one stick of lipstick. Five people were shot in Cleveland inside a home. Three people are dead and two others are hospitalized in critical condition. Police Chief Wayne Drummond says a male suspect is in custody. This appears appears to be an isolated incident. And we believe, again preliminarily, that it's domestic related. Someone in Maine is holding the winning Mega Millions ticket. The nice winning numbers are 61, 30, 45, 46, 43, and the gold Mega Models 14. Now, no matches all six numbers. Tuesday's jackpot could be $1.6 billion. Someone did win, so the winning ticket is worth $1.3 billion. This is CBS News. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. WTOP at 4.03. Good Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. January 14th, 2023. Partly sunny, windy, and cold today. Low, actually, 30s and 40s. They'll feel like the teens and 20s with wind blowing. 
You're waking up to 36 degrees in our nation's capital. Good morning to you. Eighteen Lane. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we do right into this weekend together. We begin the ride with an update to a story we've been telling you on WTOP. Prince George's County Police are no longer investigating how a high school teacher apparently inadvertently emailed explicit photos to every single student in the entire school. They're leaving it now to the school to sort all this out. In a letter home to families, principal of Dr. Henry Wise Junior High School, Taryn Washington, says an employee inadvertently emailed the message that included sexually explicit photos to all students at the Upper Marlboro School. It's unclear what was depicted in the photos, but Washington says despite, quote, immediate action taken by school administrators to retract the correspondence and, quote, many people saw the photos and shared them. The school says appropriate steps have been taken regarding the employee, but does not offer any specifics beyond that. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP News time now 404. New developments we turn to now this Saturday morning in that school shooting in Newport News a week ago in which a six-year-old boy shot his teacher. A school superintendent says now administrators at Richneck Elementary apparently learned the child may have had a weapon before the shooting occurred, but did not find the 9mm handgun when they looked into his backpack. School system superintendent George Parker tells parents during an online meeting this week, a school rep was notified about the weapon beforehand. The teacher, we're told, continues to recover this morning from injuries to her hand and chest and is doing pretty well. It's 4.05. Two high school girls were killed in an accident locally on Lee Chapel Road in Fairfax County earlier this week. Now thousands of community members are calling for action to fix that road. More than 8,000 people have signed an online petition calling for action on Lee Chapel Road. Fairfax County Supervisor Pat Harrity says he will again ask the state to take out the hills and curves, but thinks some other things may be able to happen more quickly. It's signage, it's rumble strips, which I think you can do on on roads that are, you know, over 25 miles an hour. Uh, we could look at reducing the speed limit. A third student in the car is still fighting for her life. Three people have died in accidents on the roadway in the past 10 years, and there have been hundreds of other accidents. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. At least five people are in the hospital after an apartment fire in Bethesda. Montgomery County Fire spokesman Pete Perringer says this morning flames broke out just after 4 Friday afternoon inside an apartment complex near Montgomery Mall. Firefighters showed up to find heavy smoke on the second floor. Many residents did uh, seek refuge on balconies. Firefighters assisted some of those residents down either by ladder or through the building. Herringer says that some of those residents were actually treated at the scene for injuries related to smoke inhalation. One firefighter and at least four others were taken to the hospital. All of them are expected to survive this morning. The fire is now out, but several families have been displaced this week. WTOP at 4.06. An update on traffic and weather just around the corner. Stay with us. I'm John O'Hurley, and I support paralyzed veterans of America because our heroes have sacrificed so much for our independence. While parachuting with my platoon, my parachute didn't open. It left me paralyzed. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Paralyzed Veterans of America is providing specialized medical care, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. To learn more, go to pva.org. Coming right up this 4 a.m. hour, Saturday morning on WTOP. The cost of your trip on Metro could go up or could go down. I'm John Doman. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. 
There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. It's Saturday, January 14th. The weekend's here, everybody. We've made it. Good morning. Glad you're with us this early hour. 408 on WTF. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Good morning to Mr. Ian Crawford in the WTLP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start in the district. The crash was southbound in the Third Street Tunnel or coming out of the Third Street Tunnel right for the decision point for the southeast or southwest freeway. Got indication that this one may be moving along and may be out of the roadway or if not completely out of the roadway, certainly out of the roadway enough where people can get by it fairly easily and make your decision to go West on 395 or east on 695. Once you do that, you're on the freeways, you're okay. On the 295s, no reported issues pending in the travel lanes on the, on Rhode Island Avenue. Between 3rd Street and 4th Street Northeast, we've had crash activity for the best part of three hours and an investigation. It does appear that we may be getting some traffic through on the outbound or eastbound side of Rhode Island Avenue, but inbound or westbound on Rhode Island Avenue, I believe everyone is still being turned at 4th Street Northeast to get around the crash investigation. There was another crash, uh, Missouri Avenue at 3rd Street Northwest. Follow police direction around whatever may remain in the roadway there, but uh, indications are that one may be, if not completely gone, certainly gone enough we can get it by without much delay. In Virginia, 95, 395, quiet, 66, one work zone, eastbound, after the Prince William Parkway, two right lanes getting by. Dallas Connector Road westbound, there's some work of some sort before 123, which is apparently blocking lanes. On the Beltway, the outer loop work from the GW Parkway to the Dallas Toll Road, a left lane getting by there. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. High pressure settling in. That's going to give us a dry weather pattern here for both today and... And for your Sunday, plenty of sunshine throughout your Saturday. Temperatures into the lower 40s. And with a gusty wind, it's going to be even colder at times with wind chills into the teens and 20s. For your Sunday, a bit more wind here with sunshine. Temperatures into the middle 40s, close to 50 degrees with sunshine for your Martin Luther King Day on Monday, a dry day. And then Tuesday, that brings clouds and our next chance of seeing some rain showers. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Right now, you're waking up to a chilly Saturday morning. January 14th, 4 a.m. hour, 37 degrees in Hyattsville, as well in Foggy Bottom this morning, 36 in Fredericksburg, 36 in Holding, and our nation's capital. This check brought to you on WTLP by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Welcome into WTLP and coming right up this early morning. As more people try out dry January, the DMV is seeing a lot more options for booze-free drinks. I'm Stetson Miller. There was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest back when I was maybe like eight or nine. It was amazing. We could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and a creek nearby. I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. 
This is WTOP News. Metro now, it's been trying to convince more people these days to use its trains and buses. At the same time, we're also learning that you may soon have to pay more to do just that. It's definitely happening. Metro board member Tracy Haddon Lowe says as the cost of everything else in the world has gone up, so has Metro's expenses. With the elimination of peak and off-peak fares, the current proposal would see Metro's base fare start at $2, but the max fare would go up 50 cents to six fifty. Though as Metro GM Randy Clark notes, anyone that would be qualified in low-income fare program would actually be getting 50% reductions. Public hearings will start next month. It's simply a question of figuring out what's the most reasonable way for it to happen. John Dome in WTOP News. Meanwhile, Word Metro has announced its rail operators will now get enhanced training. The move coming after a Metro train did the equivalent of running a red light in a little more than a month ago this happened. Recent training classes were shown to have some gaps in them, and Metro says to that end, the new training will include additional use of simulators on the new 7000 series rail cars. Stay tuned. Red, red it's been 10 years since the first dry January, and in that time, the movement to give up that red, red wine or any kind of drinking of alcohol for a month has apparently gained popularity here in D.C. and all across the country. You can find a whole host of mocktails, non-alcoholic wines, beers, and seltzers across the DMV, but it wasn't always that way. We're seeing more of now is just people drinking less and wanting and demanding options that are good. Laura Silverman is the founder of Booze Free in D.C. and Zero Proof Nation, websites that track booze-free beverages and the restaurants and bars that serve them. I think it's important for people to be aware of options and then also to just know that they can have fun drinking less. Alexandria-based Port City Brewing started offering their first alcohol-free seltzer this month, Hopwell, says founder Bill Butcher. Over the past couple of years, we've had more and more customers asking for a non-alcoholic option. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. At Diamonds Direct, we want to make something very clear. We will absolutely beat the price of any comparable diamond that you find anywhere else. No fine print, no disclaimers, just a rock-solid, unqualified nationwide price guarantee. This goes for 1-carat diamonds as well as 15 and 20-carat diamonds. You see, at Diamonds Direct, we're more than just another jewelry store. We're part of a world diamond powerhouse with direct access to the world's top diamond mines. We have our own diamond cutters, too, so we are active in every aspect of the diamond market every single day, from source to showroom. So when you see a diamond somewhere else, online or in a store or from some so-called supplier just know that apples for apples you will get a better price at diamonds direct our volume our connections our buying power make this possible and it's why we've never ever lost a sale due to price so at a time when value means so much we invite you to take this challenge and let us prove it day in and day out you will always get a better quality diamond at a better price at diamonds direct diamonds direct your love our passion online at diamondsdirect.com Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it January 14th. Indeed, sports time at 4.15. We check in now with Frankie this morning. Wizards have dropped four of their last five. 112-108 loss to the Knicks on Friday night at Capital One Arena. It was a big night, though, for Kyle Kuzma on his bobblehead night. Kuzma had a season-high 40 points to go along with seven boards, seven assists. Chris Tapsporzingis, 21 points, 12 of which came in the fourth. 
Uh, Jalen Brunson had 34 points for the Knicks. We get the win, 112-108 over the Wizards. Wizards uh, host Golden State Monday afternoon back at Cap One Arena. Warriors in front of about 65,000 folks at the Alamo Dome were winners over San Antonio on Friday night. Playoffs start on Saturday in the NFL. Late in the afternoon, San Francisco hosting Seattle. Niners favored by 9.5. Nightcap Jags taking on the Chargers in Jacksonville. L.A. being on the road, still a favorite by two and a half. Sunday, three games, Dolphins at the Bills. Giants visit the Vikings. And Cincinnati faces off against Baltimore. Again, no Lamar Jackson, though, a quarterback for the Ravens. Monday night, it's Tampa Bay taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Some baseball, Juan Soto, San Diego Padres, bringing on a one-year, $23 million contract to avoid arbitration. Again, whiz fall to the Knicks, 112-108. Frank Handrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie, as always, 416 on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. 417, an update on traffic and weather a minute away. This is WTOP News. Gamblers, listen up. You will soon be able to place bets at FedEx Field. The first ever legal sports book located inside an NFL stadium opens up next Friday. The Fanatics Sportsbook, it's called, will set up shop next to the Commander's Team store, we're told, at the stadium. It will be open seven days a week. Fans will be able to buy a jersey, watch a game, and place bets at the venue. But under NFL commercial gambling rules, the Sportsbook will not be able to take bets on the dates of the Commander's actual home team games. Stay tuned. Among the top stories we're following for you on WTOP this Saturday morning... Those classified documents, new information now about those found at the former president's office, Joe Biden, and the think tank when he was vice president. CBS News reports this morning that less than 20 documents in all, dating back to President Biden's time in the Obama administration, were actually found here in D.C. and at the president's Wilmington, Delaware residence. And the seditious conspiracy trial against five members of the Proud Boys will resume after the weekend. WTOP at WTOP.com. WTOP. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Saturday morning, January 14th, where the time now is 4.18. Driving and weather on the 8th. Over to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Unclear whether we still have any issues coming out of the Third Street Tunnel. I believe whatever was in the roadway southbound before the Southeast Southwest Freeway is enough out of the road where it's not causing much of an issue. In Northeast, Rhode Island Avenue, I believe outbound, you can get by the crash activity between 3rd and 4th Streets Northeast, but inbound or westbound, I believe the lanes are still blocked. Again, have not had an update from the front of the line, and there are no cameras to help us here. You get to be our eyes. You get to be our camera at 866-304-WTOP. Tell me what you're seeing. On Missouri Avenue Northwest at 3rd Street Northwest, district officials saying that that crash is indeed clear and the lanes have reopened. On the Maryland side, we had an incident 270 northbound near Montrose Road over on the right side. Don't think we do anymore. I think that's all done. 95 BW Parkway, quiet. 50 across the Bay Bridge at last report. We still had wind warnings in effect. 
extra caution for high-profile vehicles, but no restrictions, and your lanes are all open. In Virginia, on the outer loop of the Beltway, the work after the GW Parkway heading toward the Dulles Toll Road, a left lane getting by, express lanes out of business from the beginning all the way to Arlington Boulevard on the outer loop, and that's because of that work zone as well. 66 eastbound outside the Beltway after the Prince William Parkway heading for Sudley Road, two right lanes getting by. Dulles Connector Road still with lots with more questions than answers, to be honest. Westbounders, though, apparently with some delays getting past what I believe is a work zone before 123 exit 19, but don't know which lanes are blocked or whether this is indeed work or something else altogether. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Pretty quiet weather here anticipated for the next several days. So for your Saturday, look for sunshine in the afternoon hours. It's going to be a cold one. Air temperatures in the lower 40s with wind chills below that at times as we'll have a gusty wind out of the north and west anywhere between 20 and 30 miles per hour at times. For your Sunday, a little bit less with respect to the wind. The air temperatures are going to be in the middle 40s and it looks like plenty of sunshine for Sunday as well. Dry on Monday for Martin Luther King Day. Temperatures close to 50 and then rain the next chance here on Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. You're waking up to a chilly morning, 36 degrees this Saturday morning, January 14th in Reston, 37 Bethesda, 37 Woodbridge, 36 in Holding, and our nation's capital. This 4 a.m. hour Saturday morning brought to you this check by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. New Look Home Design. Check them out. And coming right up this half hour for you on WTOP. Some misdemeanor cases won't have a prosecutor trying them. I'm Neil Augenstein. Good morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. It's 421. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. School day. Locally, Fairfax County Public Schools Superintendent Michelle Reed apparently wants to beef up security now at elementary schools starting next year. Elementary schools in Fairfax County don't have school resource officers, but the superintendent's proposed budget for fiscal 2024 includes $400,000 to have at least one responsive officer assigned to elementary schools in each of the county's five regions. This is a start at actually beginning to provide responsive coverage to our elementary schools by region. Parent Matt Shemp urged the county to take action at a recent board meeting. We as a county should be able to say that we are acting responsibly to keep our youngest students safe, but to honestly say that, we need to enact change based on some uncomfortable but factual truths. The county's final budget will be approved in May. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Loudoun County prosecutors will not take part in some misdemeanor trials next week, but the county prosecutor says those defendants will not be getting off easy. Loudoun County Prosecutor Buta Biberoy says her office is inundated. She sent a note to local district court judges listing 15 misdemeanors that her office won't participate in trials for. Do we want to spend three or four hours on a traffic infraction or a low-level nonviolent offense? She says she has to prioritize and the community wants to focus on serious crimes against people. For the cases prosecutors now won't be involved in, the judge will ask questions of the arresting 
arresting officer. If the officer was there, they're the ones that have all of the facts. So they're also very much aware of what was reported on the body-worn camera. They have the reports. And then the judge will render a verdict and sentence. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. Now, Virginia's attorney general is against this decision. In a tweet this week, Jason Meares writes, prosecutors cannot cherry-pick laws to enforce and laws to ignore, saying it establishes a dangerous precedent. Inflation is making it painful for you to fill up at the gas station again. Maryland State Senate leader is sympathetic, but he says don't count on gas tax holidays like last year to help you out. I think that inflation is hurting everyone. But Maryland Senate President Bill Ferguson says... I don't think right now is the moment that we are thinking about a gas tax reprieve in any way or anything along those lines. That's because while oil prices are relatively high, they aren't near the $100 mark, the price that triggered the state's 30-day gas tax holiday in March. The projections from Moody's were that, that over time, over this year, we're going to see oil drop down to $65 a barrel. The 90-day legislative session kicked off on Wednesday. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. WTOP at 425. Money News, each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. The Dow finished Friday session up 113 points and it gained 2% for the week. Crypto.com is the latest crypto to cut jobs, about 20% of its workforce. Tesla is cutting prices by as much as 20% on models it sells in the U.S. and Europe. Home prices in the D.C. region are now 15% below the peak in May of 2022. Home sales last month were down 36% from a year ago. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Um, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. WTOP at 426. Saying goodbye. I'm Fred Bottomer with Report on Religion. History at the Vatican. For the first time in modern history, a current pope has presided over the funeral of his predecessor, Pope Francis laying to rest Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI in St. Peter's Square. There were some differences because Pope Francis uh, was the reigning pope. He was alive at Pope Benedict, was not a sitting pope when he died, uh, so he didn't get all of the honors that a sitting pope would have received. CBS News.